They may not be nightmare fuel for everyone, but if you're a business leader, they're words that can definitely lead to some sleepless nights. Us as consumers and us as business owners, we keep hearing about recession, inflation, supply chain, political stability. How is that going to affect me? How is that going to affect my business? People are talking about it because there's concern about it. So stop counting sheep and turn on all the lights as I recount the story of Sumar Financial and the troubled times. Welcome to Wheel of Risk, a new podcast series proudly presented by Allianz Trade. I'm your host, Alex McCabe. On every episode, we spin the wheel, land on a new worry, and then tackle it head on by hearing from business leaders who've been through it all before. Plus, we bring you expert advice to help you keep your business safe, secure, and well ahead of the competition. Go ahead, spin the wheel. We've got you covered. Sure, it feels like the world's been a little unstable for a while now. But 2022 was particularly perilous in the world of business and finance. COVID aside, we also experienced political instability, volatility on the stock market, inflation, stagflation, and of course, plenty of concern about a looming recession. Many economists agree 2023 could be really challenging. Despite five interest rate hikes from the Federal Reserve this year, inflation remains stubbornly, persistently high. The fears this morning over the new recession forecast, chances hitting 100%. Add it all up and it's easy to understand why some business leaders might be feeling a little spooked. Maybe they're considering cuts to discretionary spending or even worse, looking at layoffs and service reductions. Others may turn to borrowing money or extending credit lines, which can come with their own complications. But as the old saying goes, one person's problem is another's opportunity. And that's the kind of glass half full thinking that has me excited to introduce my guest for today's season finale episode. Luis Mondragon is the Vice President of Sales General Division at Sumar Financial. Luis, welcome to Wheel of Risk. Thank you, Alex. Thank you so much for being here, Luis. I'm excited to dig into your story, but before we do that, I'd also like to introduce my colleague who's joining the conversation to provide some of his own observations on the current global situation. Carlos Garcia is Sales Vice President for Allianz Trade in the Americas. Carlos, I really appreciate you making the time. Anytime. Thank you. So, Carlos, you know the drill. We're going to spend the first half of the pod chatting with Luis. Okay. And then we'll come to you for some more perspective in the second half. So to start off, Luis, would you mind giving our listeners a little bit of background on what Sumar Financial is all about? You're a factoring firm. Am I right? That is correct. Sumar Financial is a a company based in Florida, was founded in Florida 18 years ago for for international factoring. We we focus 99% on international deals. And the difference that we try to make in the market is to provide personalized solutions for our customers through five main things. Trust and integrity, commitment, putting people first, having an entrepreneurial spirit, and working together to our clients. As you um, can imagine, we, we deal with currencies, we deal with different movements in economies all over the world. We touch thousands of customers now. If you look at the geography, I think we've been in uh, all different continents, either with sellers or buyers. We like to address the issues of each of the the parts of the world. And as you can see, it's a lot of things going on. For those who aren't familiar with factoring, can you just explain quickly what it is? I said the best way to do it is early payment. We buy your receivables, we buy your invoices. Instead of you waiting the 30, 60, 90 days, we give you 80, 90% of the value of that invoice once the, the income terms have been executed. And then we collect from your customer 
the balance at the maturity of the invoice. Okay. And what can you tell us about your clients? Who, who are they? What do they do? They're exporters. I mean, all kinds of industries. We uh, have more customers on the food side, but we also have customers on the technology side. We have customers on uh, apparel, shoes, manufacturing, plastics, services too. Okay. So really a broad customer base. Correct. Could you give me an example of when a company might use your services? Well, every time that a company is, is willing to expand, right? I guess the general rule is if you have bank lines, use your bank lines to invest in your assets, in expanding your facilities, and let factoring help you with the cash flow. So as you're going to be expanding your business, you're going to need to invest more in raw materials or, or hiring people. And all that can be covered with factoring. If you, every time that you invoice, then we advance the money right away. You don't need to wait to get paid. So that gives you the cash flow you need to continue reinvesting in your business, managing the day-to-day while you do your investment using your bank lines. So factoring is frankly sometimes seen as a competitor to credit insurance, right? So why would a factor get additional coverage through AR insurance? I think it's more a complement than, than a competitor. Because what we do is uh, non-recourse factoring. So we actually use credit insurance to control the credit worthiness of our customers' customers, right? So we manage risks that way. For example, I mean, if we have a customer exporting T-shirts from India to the U.S., okay? And the buyer is Hanes, just to call any, any brand, right? We are going to buy credit insurance on Hanes. And based on the limit we get, that's the line we offer to our customer in India. So it is not competing at all. It's actually part of it. We will never be able to offer no recourse factoring without having credit insurance. Working in a very complimentary way, as you said. That's correct. So thinking about the current state of the world, how has demand for your services at Sumar Financial changed or fluctuated recently? Well, there's a lot more demand for, for cash flow. I mean, banks all over the world, they uh, are keeping the, the cash pretty tight. They don't know politically what's going to happen. They don't know economically what's going to happen. So on the other side, exporters, they need to continue running their businesses and look for alternative sources of finance, which uh, factoring is one of them. That's a positive side of it. We've been growing dramatically in the past couple of years and the demand for 2023, 2024, it looks very promising. The factoring business is growing. The challenge here is that what the recession costs and the order logistic issues that are going around the world are causing is that the perceived risk of the buyers is being affected. You have all these companies in India exporting to the US, for example. So they're going to be sending shipments. They promise a payment on a certain day. Well, there's no containers. So it's sitting in the port for a long time. Right. And if it's fashion, well, you cannot send it later. You cannot send the summer fashion in the winter, <laughs> right? So there's a lot of problems on short payments. There's a lot of problems with uh, quality issues because it's been sitting in transportation for a long time. Things that are going to affect the perceived credit worthiness of that buyer. So credit insurance, they look into all these indexes, all these KPIs from companies to evaluate risk for everything's affected. And it's not necessarily a problem of the buyer or a problem of the seller. It's just what's going on around the world. You have to adjust and look from that angle how you manage the risk. Picking up on something that you just mentioned, 
Your customers, how are they reacting in the current global financial situation? Are you finding that they are concerned about things like inflation and recession and political volatility and supply chain issues? Is this something that's coming up in your day-to-day interactions with your clients? Definitely. I mean, everybody's cautious Mm. about investing too much at this moment. Everybody's being very conservative. And, And also they're adjusting too, because it's now it's different, right? I mean, in terms of uh, what people are eating, what people are spending their money on. I mean, all the indexes in late 2022 were very positive at the end, thinking of avoiding the recession, inflation is lower, the interest rates adjustments are not as aggressive as they promised they were going to be. All these things are good signs to the world of the economy, but still everybody's very conservative on their approach. And banks are very conservative as well. So they're not putting too much money out there. They're not putting too much risk into the money they're lending. So how, how do those things affect your ability to do business? I mean, as, as I mentioned in the beginning, is just keep track of what's going on around the world. Because when there's a crisis somewhere, there's an opportunity somewhere else. Right. So from, from our perspective, the, the, the fact that banks are very tight about lending money opens a lot of doors for us. Now we need to be smart in which industries we're going to focus on in which territories and, and try to diversify as much as possible. You know, diversification is going to give you a more steady uh, business. You know, sometimes it's, if you focus too much on seasonal business, you're going to have always shortages throughout the year. So we try to diversify in order to keep everything steady. Makes sense. And what does that diversification look like for you? Is it Does it mean different markets, different sectors? What does that look like? Yes, <laughs> it's all of that. <laughs> it's all of the above. Because, I mean, as I mentioned, uh, we, we are probably heavily concentrated on, on the food side. And now we're going more aggressive onto the, all the other industries, more manufacturing, more services to avoid that concentration and, and going to a more steady year. So, Luis, you touched on it a little bit earlier, but the word recession is scary for a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. I understand, though, that there can actually be a silver lining for your particular business. Can you tell us about that? That, that, that is true. I mean, there's uh, high interest rates and tight supply of money. It, it's always an opportunity for us because buyers are going to be looking for alternatives to do business. For example, all this effort for near sourcing going from China to, to Mexico, for example. So buyers in the U.S. are going to be looking for companies in, in Mexico to source what they were getting out of China. China, I mean, is, is easing their COVID restrictions, but China got a huge impact. I mean, they're way behind the rest of the world. So market don't want to take another risk of relying on a supply chain that they cannot count on because that, that issue has not been solved yet. So near sourcing in particular puts a lot of opportunities in markets that we're very comfortable with, that you're just next door to us. That's a great opportunity for us. Near sourcing makes good sense. So, Carlos, I imagine you have opinions on all of these topics as well. Yes. Well, hang tight. So what we'll do is we'll hand the mic over to you in just a moment after a very quick break. I'm Alex McCabe, and you're listening to Wheel of Risk, a new podcast series brought to you by Allianz Trade. In the fast-paced world of business, there's no shortage of things to keep you up at night, but all business is about risk, trust, and reward. And we're here to help you minimize the former and maximize the latter. To learn more about how a partnership with Allianz Trade can benefit your organization, please visit allianz-trade.us slash podcast. That's A-L-L-I-A-N-Z dash trade dot U-S slash podcast. 
Welcome back. Today, we're speaking with Luis Mondragon, the Vice President of Sales General Division at Sumar Financial, about the challenges of doing business in unpredictable times like the ones in which we now find ourselves. Now that we've learned a little about Luis's business, we're going to broaden things out a bit with the help of my colleague, Carlos Garcia, who is Sales Vice President for Allianz Trade in the Americas. So Carlos, tell me, what is your take on the impact of inflation, recession, and all of these other risk factors we've been discussing? Well, in meeting with customers, you know, over the last six months, our customers are very, very concerned of what's coming, you know, how inflation is affecting them. So they've had to increase their pricing to their customers. So the volumes that are going out that they're shipping are extremely high now. So now more than ever, I'm meeting with more customers on a daily basis that are looking to ensure their receivables because now they can afford to take that hit because the container that used to cost, you know, to say a number $50,000 to ship to Mexico is now costing over $150,000 when they put it on the water. So if they get hit with that amount, you know, as as a bad debt, Mm. it can be very detrimental to their business. I bet. Luis had mentioned some supply chain issues as another risk factor. Are you hearing concerns about that as well? Yeah, the supply chain issue has been going on, you know, since 2020. Yeah, it's not new. It's something that the customers, I think, now have learned how to cope with. And I think even us as consumers have even learned how to cope with. But it's it looks like it's a way of the world. Like adjust your expectations. Exactly. Your, your package is coming later than you thought. <laughs> exactly. You're not getting, you know, the Amazon Prime two days right away every time now. No, <laughs> not every time. Okay, but you were saying that you, you are seeing these concerns with your clients and they've been around since 2020. So so something that the, the market is adjusting to, I guess. Yeah, they're coping with it. I think, you know, the inflation and now this looming recession is is the biggest drivers for them that they're focusing on now. So if that's the case, what is the mood like among your clients? Are they in full on panic mode at this point? They're not on full on panic, but a lot of the customers that I'm meeting with They're all saying the same line. They're all saying, we want to get ahead of the curve. You know, we want to make sure that we're insured, especially the ones that we speak to in the retail sector. They are panicking. They're the ones that are getting, you know, ready for what's to come if it does actually come. Uh, But now with the holidays behind us, we're excited to see those numbers because those numbers will dictate what position we're going to take, especially in the retail sector. What's your outlook for the future, Carlos? Do you think the situation is going to improve? Do you have a crystal ball? (laughs) Being here 15 years, I can tell you it always improves. It always will get better. But I think it's a great time to educate people about accounts receivables insurance. Everybody's willing to listen. It's something that a lot of people, believe it or not, don't know about with only 5% market penetration. So I think it's a great time for us as a company to be able to expand our outreach during these difficult times. So given that, what can a business do to limit their exposure or weather the storm, so to speak? Well, like I tell my customers, the insurance is a secondary benefit of what you have. The number one benefit that you get when you buy credit insurance is the amount of information that we provide. Whether it's, hey, we're deep in this industry, we know exactly what's going on, or hey, we know these buyers specifically, And we know what's happening with that buyer. We have their financials. We know their condition. And we can tell companies like Sumar, hey, stay away from this customer because they're going through this situation. Or, hey, you can go ahead and, you know, 
open the floodgates, you're dealing with a very good buyer and you can capitalize on your sales. I see Luis nodding your head. So is this, this is um, resonating with you, what Carlos is speaking about? Definitely. I mean, it's uh, the, the, the way for us as a company selling non-recourse factoring to have the, the hand in the pulse of risk is through Alliance. That's how we uh, work together because they have access to all that information. They will tell us, you know what, I'm comfortable up to this limit. So we measure our risk based on the readings. And especially with a company like Sumar, we have such a great relationship. Our underwriters are not like the underwriters of any other insurance arm. Our underwriters actually speak to the folks over at Sumar when either we don't agree on a limit or, you know, they want us to get some more information. So it's a give and take between both parties and an information flow between both parties to be able to find a happy median when there is some type of discrepancy. That's great to hear. Luis, how would you say that partnering with Allianz Trade has maybe benefited or impacted your business? Well, I mean, definitely it's a key part of our business because that's how we manage our risk. I mean, as a financial company, uh, managing your risk is your key thing. It's uh, where you go, where you don't go. If you don't have that hand in the pulse of risk, then you're putting yourself in a bad position. So for our customers, key message working with Allianz is taking risk out of the transaction. That's an element that differentiates us and that we, we can do it because we work together. Taking risk out of the transaction. But that's right. In very risky times. That's, that's pretty neat. That's exactly right. I can't believe it, but we are approaching not just the end of this episode, but we're almost at the end of the entire season. So I would love to hear some final words of wisdom from both of you. I will start with Carlos. So Carlos, given the current confluence of crises affecting the world of business and trade, what advice would you offer to companies that are concerned about where we are and where we're going? Well, one of the biggest things that I advise everybody that I meet with is just give us a chance. Let us put something in front of you. Let us review your buyers, let you know who's good, who's bad, what to look for, what not to look for, what are the risks. We have a lot of customers that sell COD and it's really not COD, which is uh, cash on delivery. And there's over the last six months in meeting with customers, this is something that I've opened their eyes to. So I urge everybody just, you know, give us a chance. Let us meet with you, give you all the benefits of the accounts receivables insurance. We have an open door policy. You guys have access to speak directly to the underwriters, directly to the account managers, directly to the commercial underwriter. We're, we're a very, very open door policy company. Carlos, any final thoughts on the economy and the inflation situation that you'd like to share? Well, I think the inflation will eventually start to take a downturn. But for right now, it's still in this middle state where we don't know what's going to happen. So as long as it stays there, you have to be very, very vigilant and you can't afford to take a loss at these high prices that we're paying for things. So it's, it's, a, it's a huge problem, especially for companies that are exporting out of the U.S. Thanks, Carlos. So Luis, what about you? For folks who are still perhaps anxious about what's to come, what would you tell them? You know, I mean, uh, I think it's not only companies. I think it's for everyone. If you cannot adjust, you'll die. And if you adjust, you'll survive. Key thing for, for companies is that they need to be ready to respond to what the market is requiring from them today. And that uh, always comes with investment, just adjusting themselves to be able to serve the new market that is created there. 
a lot of uh, buyers lost their vendors and vendors are very hungry for orders. You need to look into who you're going to do business with. You need to, to make sure that you understand the company, the risk of doing business with that company. Evaluate the credit worthiness. It's always a challenge for foreign companies. So you have to rely on, on domestic partners to go through all that, like Allianz and like us. Don't run for those orders just because they are out there. Make, make sure that if you're going to be selling to somebody, that person, I mean, that, that company is going to be able to pay for what you're sending and, and, to, uh, and to pay on time so you can keep running your business. Mitigating risk by getting the right sources of finance and getting the right parachutes with credit insurance is key because you don't know exactly what's going to happen. So you want to invest money the safest way possible. So take a look into these options so you can make the right decisions to survive. Thank you so much. It's actually reassuring to hear that there are still some silver linings to focus on, even in times like these. So I really appreciate both of you sharing your experience with us here on Wheel of Risk. Luis, thank you. Thank you, Alex. It's been a pleasure. And thanks also to my colleague, Carlos Garcia. Carlos, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you, Alex. You did a great job. Now, this is normally where we'd ask our guest to spin the wheel to pick our next episode. But since this is our season finale, we're actually going to ask you, our listeners, for some help instead. We would love to hear your stories about the world of business and trade, good or bad, inspirational or scary. If your company has an interesting, uplifting, or even cautionary tale to tell, reach out to us on LinkedIn or online at allianz-trade.us slash podcast and let us know about it. And maybe it'll end up on the wheel in our next season. Until then, I'm Alex McCabe, and this is Wheel of Risk. Brought to you by Allianz Trade. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you heard or learned something useful, say so by giving us a review on your podcast platform of choice. Bye for now.